On June 19, 2020, a man came to the house to try to seal up holes where mice were getting into the house. Almost immediately, this man began speaking of God in subtle ways. As we spoke about the mice problem, he said, quote, You can hope they go to one of your neighbors that you hate. I replied, I don't hate any neighbors. Immediately, I knew this man was Antichrist. Matthew 24, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily, I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. They come to us speaking of God, flaunting the word God before us. Then they identify themselves to us by their evil sayings from their own mouths. Hope the mice go to a neighbor that you hate. They show what they are by the words that come from their mouth while they say they are a Christian and speak of God. And this exterminator then began to tell us of his ministry and of his ministry trips and tried to tell us of all the places he went to minister. Immediately, I asked him how he knew to be a minister. He couldn't tell me. There was absolutely no evidence of God in his works, which he enjoyed flaunting. He was probably the worst person I have encountered in 40-plus years. Pam heard what he told me. After he left, Pam had God's judgment about this man. Pam said he showed no shame at all 
concerning what he had said about hoping the mice went to a neighbor that you hate. I told this man in a very strong way that he came to us saying he was of God, a Christian, while speaking great evil and failing to show any evidence at all concerning God sending him to do the work of a minister. I told him I don't even have any evidence that he is a Christian. I shared with him how God put me on radio. January 10th, 1980. I was asleep in the night. A very loud trumpet-like voice spoke three words in my ear. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. When I found KWJS, to be a radio station, I said to God, Are you telling me to go on radio? I'm a writer, not a speaker. I wouldn't know how to do that. Immediately, the Holy Spirit brought the following instruction from God to my mind. Call the radio station manager. That same morning, I called and spoke to the KWJS station manager and said, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? The station manager said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long and send it to me, and if you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract. I made the tape that same morning and mailed it to the race station manager that same day. And in less than five days, I was broadcasting exhortations to the church on Radio KWJS. Then I said to the man, Is that evidence of God working through me? He said he thought it was. I told him he presented no evidence at all to me that God put him into a ministry. Nor did he present any evidence of being a real Christian. But on the contrary, all he brought to us was evil about hating a neighbor. He said it was a joke. I strongly told him it came out of his heart and it is evidence of the evil that he has in his heart. He showed no shame. I would have been devastated. I told him this scripture, 
James chapter 1, verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. I told him he should not identify himself as being a Christian when he comes speaking such evil as he spoke today. In his sly way, he began trying to say that I had no right to judge him. I told him I'm a prophet of God, and that is exactly what God sends prophets to do, to confront evil speakers in the churches with their evil speakings. Not for a second did I give ground to this man, allowing him to think I felt there was any hope for him. I told him that at the judgment seat of Christ, he would have to answer to God for that which he spoke to us at our house today. I quoted the following scripture. 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. I shared that Antichrist comes through the church and the churches are filled with Antichrist today. I quoted Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 3 and 4. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Churches will fall away from Scripture. Who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. 1 John chapter 2 John says, Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrist, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not all of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be manifest, that they were not all of us. I also shared with him Acts 
20. The Apostle Paul said to the elders of the church at Ephesus, For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. At one point this man proudly spouted out something which he could not prove by the Bible. I strongly confronted him with this and did not let him get by with this for a second. He appeared to back down, but he was not ashamed for that which he said. Revelation chapter 9 verse 20. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Revelation 16 verse Nine. And men were scorched with great hail and blasphemed the name of God, which hath power over these plagues. And they repented not to give him glory. Revelation 16, 11. And blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. Antichrist does not repent, nor sorrow over the evil that he does when confronted with that evil. And they dare to come to us flaunting Christianity, flaunting their own works, which they claim to be of God without any evidence of God sending them. And they blaspheme even the name of God as they speak great swelling words to us. This thing he does before us, the church. We live in the end times and judgment of God looms over each of us and over the entire world and over all who have died before us, both good and evil. God will bring the works judging whether it is good or evil. I continued to say to him, with Pam witnessing, that all evidence 
concerning him was evil speaking done by him, and I had no evidence at all that he was really a Christian. He made a very weak, lame attempt to argue with me. At some point, I ordered him to leave my room. He dared to say to me, Have a good day. Then I said, Go to hell. He left. I thought about it tonight. He's very fortunate. He wasn't dealing with John the Baptist or Elijah or Moses. Elijah would have cut his head off with a real sword. Moses might have called for the ground to break under him and all his family and eat them alive. I felt I was pretty mild compared to what these other three prophets would have done with him. I prayed asking God to restore our souls, mine and Pam's souls. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. After these encounters with Antichrist, God always does something to restore my soul. Today, my soul was restored as I wrote this for you. I will record it on podcast either tonight or tomorrow. This is the strongest example of Antichrist in the church that I have encountered in a long time. And for each of you reading this, it is a report of taking notice immediately of the evidence which they present whether or not they are of God. For we must identify those who are Antichrist immediately. We live in a highly perilous time, just as Paul said we would do in the last days. Second Timothy 3. Paul says this also know that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, 
fierce, despisers of those who are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers' lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Jannes and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. This man just spoke of his own works. Matthew 7, Jesus said, verse 21, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then Jesus says, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Luke 3, and now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. This is the way Antichrist works. He comes with a phony love. He comes in pretense. But he's evil. His work is evil. And he gives himself away at some point in time. If you care to do so, you can read all these scriptures on our blog. Jesus Ministries Exhortations On the home page on the right hand side you will see the word podcast all you have to do is tap on podcast bring up this broadcast and the scriptures that I've quoted today will be there for you again the name of the blog is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. 
Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.